Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Mixed Mornings and More podcast with Steph and Sean. Now available daily. Good morning, world. Hey, good morning. Happy Thursday. October 27th, we uh, get a race because it's 5.30 right now and we're talking. <laughs> Just my own OCD going off right here. Loving every minute of it. Um press release came out yesterday big news everyone wants to know just they're always so curious about the fire that happened in timberley morgan heights uh the investigators were out there and they came to a conclusion on just a couple things about it did you see bits and pieces of it steph saw bits and pieces i remember last week they said that they definitely know it was human cause yeah and so they came out with more details on that so uh it was near the the forest trail right outside there of mckinley heights roughly 300 meters from the tree line is what they said and this is the part that just is like very weird a washing machine tub was used as an improvised fire pit Oh, no. And it was determined to be the specific area of origin. So it sounded like one person, a couple people just went out off the beaten path, saw this, put it on the ground, and then threw stuff in the middle of the washing pit and then had a fire there. Oh, no. Yeah. Like, I I think this is just like off the top of my head. I think people... When they think of like the fires and stuff, they don't want it to be like deliberately set. They, I think, if there's like a, I don't even know if there's like a best case scenario or whatever, but it's just like maybe if it's lightning, you can't control that. This you can control. Yeah. You know, and this could be prevented. And it's just horrible to think that this is the way that it had to happen. For sure. So it it was a washing drum and they just didn't put it out or? Yeah, it was interesting because then the fire investigators also said the makeshift fire pit burned into what they call the duff layer, which is decomposing vegetative matter. So I guess just the top part of the soil. Roughly one meter underground is where it burned into. And then eventually that spread into a surface fire. Wow. Yeah, which is like very interesting and just goes to show how like deliberate you need to be with when you do have fires make sure you're doing it correctly and putting it out correctly and everything yeah because it sounds like i mean they were trying at least to have it in a contained fire pit but they still failed i mean first off there was a fire ban on but second off like it went into the ground yeah and that's why there's like real fire pits made for real fires that you can like it doesn't resolve in that type of situation. And and Jody Butts, the, the fire chief, just said, careless decision, illegal campfire, and to leave it like that, you cause like so much harm for the region here, and it's just unexcusable. Wow. Tiny little bit of a spoiler alert. We're going to be talking about Love is Blind here. Spoiler alert in the sense only the first four episodes, because I think two more, two or three more. Four more? Four more? I don't know. More episodes dropped yesterday, but both of us haven't watched those yet. Yes, exactly. So if you're just caught up on the first installment, so are we, and we've got some opinions. Yeah, so we're going to break down the couples here because I, I also love how this show, 
like first episode, you already get to see like two of them together seeing each other at the end. Like they fast pace it real quick, essentially like the show itself. Yeah, I mean, and so did the couples. They were like, yeah, you're my person. Let's get married. Call it a day. Yeah, yeah. So that first couple was Alexa and Brennan. What do you think? Do you think they're going all the way? What do you think about their situation? I don't think they're going all the way at all. I don't think she even likes him right now. Oh, no? Yeah, at the end of the four episodes, you can see that she is just kind of like, he's like, I love you so much. I think you're amazing. He is love bombing her. Yeah, and she's just like, yep. (laughs) Or, okay. I think... I think they do. I think outside of the show, they over time they would like each other. But I think with how compact it is, I think their families are just so different and how rushed it is. They're not going to go. Yeah. When he was like, my family's full on redneck. And yeah. she was just like kind of looking at him like. Mm. Yeah. And she's like, I got a, like a very abrupt Jewish like Israeli family. And we're all just like obnoxious and loud and tell each other like it is. I was like, uh, he's like, yeah, we sit up straight and we don't curse. And she's like, complete opposite. <laughs> yeah, totally. Like, I can't believe the amount of F-bombs she drops just in each one of her scenes. So yeah. they're, sorry, not yeah. going to work. Okay, so we're both on the same page, essentially, there. SK and Raven, what do you think about those two? Fitness Pilates lady and the Nigerian uh, master's student, I believe. They are. They don't even like each other right now. Same thing. Yeah. They're out of the pods and they're just kind of like, nah. I think Raven was going for, I think she said yes because she wanted a little more reality show stardom. That's what I got out of it. I agree. When it was like Bartise decided not to go for her, she was just like, okay, who else have I been talking to that I could tolerate for a little bit longer in these episodes? Yeah, essentially that's what I mean. And yeah, they're sitting on like opposite sides of like chairs and couches or never really like beside each other after getting engaged type of thing. Uh, Colleen and Matt, Matthew McConaughey guy and the young ballet dancer. Absolutely not. Same thing. They're not going to (laughs) last. Colleen, Matt was her third (laughs) choice after she was rejected and really sad from the other two. So it's just like, I don't think she is invested for the long haul. Yeah, I think they got a hot fling going on right now. And it's just going to flame out. Yep, agreed. And then Bartista Nancy. Okay, I okay. I thought they had. It's surprisingly, this is like the couple that I have the most confidence in that they'll actually follow through with things. Now, Bartista did show some ugly side effects when he was drinking and uh, just speaking some truths that are not great. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, I'm, I'm up in the air now after the way episode four ended. Yeah. I had the most faith in them. And then he was just like, I'm a hot guy. I should have ended up with Raven, even though he rejected Raven and like way to like really ruin somebody's confidence. And he's like, I hope it's okay that I'm saying this to you. It's like, it's not be a gentleman. You're a terrible human. He's like, sorry, I just crapped all over you and gloated about another girl that I was interested in. And I, now I just made it known, but please accept my honesty. Oh, gross. One more couple. Yeah. Cole and Zanab. Cole gives me Shane from last season vibes where he's oh. just all over the place. They're both realtors. They're probably both who knows what's going on. And they're just like, <laughs> they're just, they're just so off the walls, bouncing everywhere. And I love, Zanab's probably my favorite person in this whole season. I think they're my favorite couple. I really am enjoying Cole 
so far. Yeah. But I do find it interesting that he's just like, she's just so passive aggressive. Like, oh she's my like, goodness. Don't leave my towel there. And it's just like, well, don't leave your towel there. Pick it up. Like, how on the she's first... She's not you to change your life. Yeah. On the first night that you're together, you think that you can be a messy slob. What does your apartment look like yeah. if that's like, you're not on your best behavior being like, I'm gr- a great catch. You want to be yeah. with me forever. What are you doing, Cole? Yeah. Oh, one more thing. Uh, Andrew, psychopath? <gasps> Absolutely. All right. We can agree on that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, good morning. We have Brittany McDonald here with us today. She's going to chat with us about the United Way fundraising campaign. We're into the thick of it. We are. Good morning. Thank you guys so much for having me on today. Um, I guess everyone will start getting uh, used to hearing me a little bit here over the next few weeks as we are wrapping up our campaign. Um, but yes, our local campaign is on the way. We are sitting currently right now at 1.8 million. So uh, thank you to everybody in our community who's donated and given back. Um, it goes such a long way here. Um, but we're definitely not as close to our goal as we would like to be. Uh, we have a stretch goal this year between 3.5 and 4.5 million. So we need some help getting there. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And there's there's always been so many different ways and events and special events that you've put on in the past couple months recently. What's going on right now that people can direct their attention to? Yeah, so right now we've got some pretty cool things that are happening. We always have our sparkle in red. Um, our big one right now that we're pushing is our red menu. So this Saturday, uh, you can head out to the Black Horse, which is going to have our red menu. It's a delicious like salmon dish. So all the proceeds from that go back to the United Way. And they actually are doing that until the end of campaign. So campaign ends November 17th so everyone can get out on Saturdays head to the Black Horse and uh, and take and, and enjoy that meal so M&M Meats also is having it November 12th and 13th so you can head down there and 10% of their um, sales that day will also be going to the United Way so uh, big things for us and a great day for you to go out and get some grocery shopping um, it definitely goes a long way in our community amazing amazing now Brittany we are gonna see you every Thursday morning for the next five weeks or so as the campaign continues. And hopefully each week you'll be able to tell us a brand new exciting update of your totals rising as this community comes together to support. Yes, that is the hope um, for sure to be able to come in and give you guys exciting updates every week. Um, If you're looking to donate, uh, obviously we appreciate it. All the donations stay right here in Fort McMurray and surrounding areas. Uh, It doesn't leave our community, which is one of the best things about the United Way. Um, We help over 24 agencies here in Fort McMurray and we also fund over 36 programs so um, we're heavily involved in our community um, if you would like to donate the easiest way is to go online right onto the United Way website and you can donate there outstanding thank you so much for taking uh, your time today and having a chat with us we appreciate it awesome thanks guys it's that time of year when all of the kids are putting on masks and face makeup and going to Halloween parties and they're just really hard to tell apart. Oh, yes. Did you have to go through this? Yeah. With a recent meeting of some sort? A recent Girl Guide meeting last oh. night. We had a costume party. It was super fun. Yeah. But half the kids had masks on <laughs> or face makeup. And we're trying to do attendance. And we're looking around like, who are you again? Like, they had great costumes. One little girl was wearing a scream mask. Yeah, and- I was picturing that one. <laughs> and she was like... It's Abby, by the way. And I was like, thank God. Thank you. Just so you. sweet and innocent. Yeah. I was like, thank you that you know that you do not look like yourself right now, that I cannot tell any distinguishing features of oh, you. <laughs> oh, that's so perfect. Uh, what about, was anyone uh, in that type of age group and everything, was anyone like really scary things or is that like not a thing yet? I feel like scream is a very scary thing to be. Oh, okay. So that's the scariest on. one? 
Uh, yeah, we had like some Stranger Things characters. Oh, fun! Um, we had a little old lady. Uh, we had like a jester. Oh yeah, was there any repeating costumes? Was there any clear favorite that a lot of people are dressing up as? We did have a couple scarecrows, but we didn't have anything like pop culture. Oh, okay. Oh, and a couple bananas. <laughs> and one was like. They kept saying two different. There was a banana from Fortnite, and then there was just a regular okay. something banana. Yeah, okay, okay. Good to know. Good to know. So I still need a costume, so it's good to see what the kids like these days. One of the things about Taylor Swift is that she's always like clothed in mystery. Oh, like she's got these like Easter eggs. She drops hints about things, but there's never a leak of oh, her music. That is so true. Yeah. It's now a, that you bring that up, yeah, how is there never anything coming out about what she has coming exactly. and what's it look like and why is her music or her videos ever leaked? Yeah, and she has so many people on her team and so many people working behind the scenes. And I mean, even last Friday morning, she's leaking or finally releasing this album, but then she has seven secret songs that she releases. And then she also has this no music video that yeah. comes out and nobody's ever heard anything about it. And the crazy thing is she just finally let the world in on how she makes sure that there are fewer and fewer people that ever hear her music before it's released. Her dancers that dance in her music videos don't even hear her music. Really? Yeah. She has a click track. And she has wow. tiny earbuds that she has in her ears dancing to her own song, but the dancers are just dancing to a beat in their ears. They, Holy crap. Can you imagine? I mean, respect, though. Like, the limits that you have to go to these days just to not have, like, your your big project out there ahead of schedule is wild. That is that is very interesting to know. Yeah, I feel like I have mad respect now for the dancers because I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. to be able to dance around, not know the words that you're dancing to, not know the song yeah. at all, the melody, just be like, okay, five, six, seven, eight, oh, eight sixteenths. Like, you know, like it just yeah. would be so crazy. And as a dancer to like emotionally connect to like the lyrics and stuff so you can like put your passion into it, but you're just like, tut, 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 tut. <laughs> And that's what you're going off of? Like, yeah, and it's Taylor's just the elite. She's like, I got the song in my head. Yeah. I know what's going on. Oh, it's so interesting. Crazy. You know how you know the weather has changed? Mm, a couple ways, yeah. Yeah? Some can't repeat on the air, but yeah, a couple <laughs> ways. <laughs> like you sometimes need to put on an extra coat. Sometimes you need to put your furnace on. For me, it's when my nose starts bleeding. Oh, every season or just this specific one to winter? Uh, this one to winter when the air gets a lot drier. Oh, and yeah. the furnace it, it already is dry to begin with, but <laughs> just more dry. Yeah, and the furnaces start kicking in and all of a sudden you're like breathing in artificial heat. Yeah. My nose starts bleeding. It's like the nose nose. I had... Four nosebleeds yesterday. In one day. In one day. Are you still walking right now? You're going to need a transfusion. <laughs> I know, right? And I've already had one this morning. So, like, it's very <laughs> clear that this is the week in October that things are changing over because my nose knows. Oh, that's so interesting. Did you have the nosebleed, like, in front of me here while I've been here? Uh, yes, yes. I've been sitting here what? just kind of like, oh, this is awful. I hate this. 
Why does my nose do this to me? Wow, I should really pay attention more. I think that's what that's telling me right now. Uh, And how long does it last for all of winter then or just this transition kind of seasons changing period? Um, The seasons changing period, I get multiple a day and then all winter long, I'll probably have like one a day. Just kind of still dealing with the like, Have you seen a doctor about it? Can you moisturize your nose? (laughs) What are the solutions here? So you're not just losing blood all the time. I mean, when I was little, I did go to a doctor and they were like, yeah, we'll cauterize it if it gets really bad. And I was like, that's terrifying. I'm never saying that my nose is bleeding ever again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No kidding. <laughs> hey, Sean, I learned a new term yesterday. Okay, bring it on. What do we got? What are we working with? Almond mom. Almond mom? Yeah. Oh. Any thoughts? Any guesses? Yeah. In fact, I do. Okay. Uh, just it. almond. The mom part, I'm not too sure, but I'm just going to kind of work it all in together. Okay. I feel like almond mom is maybe a general term for a household that uses alternative milks, mainly oh. almond milk. Okay. I'm an almond mom. I yeah. like alternative milk. Okay. Uh, no. <laughs> All right. So let's uh... level up your lexicon. Okay, an almond mom. Apparently, the term came from a clip in 2014 where Yolanda Hadid was chatting with Gigi Hadid on the phone, and Gigi said she was feeling weak. She ate half an almond, and well, yeah, you ate half an almond. Her mom replied, "Eat a couple almonds and just chew them really well," and so. It now is a term and it's like going wild on TikTok where people are talking about toxic moms who are stuck in diet culture and who are poisoning their children's minds to um, not eat food and to be always afraid of calories and to not enjoy their lives and just be like, oh, you should only a moment on the lips, forever on the hips and all these kinds of things. I know. I'm sorry. It's a little bit harsh, but uh, it's it's an almond mom. And but it's a craze. So if you see the hashtag almond mom, you can expect that you're going to hear about some childhood trauma. Uh, all right. Let's let's switch the definition to mine. Alternative milk homes. <laughs> <laughs> I need to know if I'm twisted in a way or not for this weird satisfaction I get here at work. OK, OK. We have a little bit of different schedule than everyone else we work with. Everyone else we work with is kind of in that realm of 8 to 4, 9 to 5, 10 to 6, whatever it may be, you know? Mm-hmm. More, we are kind of like 4 to noon, 4 to 1, that type of deal, right? Yeah, we, we get here about four hours earlier than most. Exactly. And so when it comes to emailing within people within our company, there will be some emails that come in the afternoon that all need immediate action and... I'll see them and I'll respond on my phone or whatever. But then there's some that can wait till the morning and then I can use my resources then when I come in and I answer the emails. Is it weird that I get just like this great satisfaction from answering emails at like four in the morning to people? Is it is that different? Is that weird? I think it it's curious about your motivation. Is it because you're just like, yeah, check that timestamp. I'm up before you. A little bit. Oh, it, it is a little bit of that. It's like, yeah, here I am sending an email at four in the morning. I think it's like it, one. It's like me checking off a, a thing off my list of things to do. Two is just like, look how early I'm up. Three. I think it's I know I'm not going to get a response for a really long time. So I can just have some peace as well. I don't know. There's just a weird satisfaction I get with just like getting things done right and early at four. It's like, all right. I'm doing something today. Yeah, I mean, I love the productivity aspect of it, but you are sounding a 
bit crazy when you're like, I love that nobody's going to email me back for four hours. Yeah. I love that my inbox is going to be cleaned out and I'm going to be ready for them and they won't even get it for four hours. Yes, please. (laughs) I saw the most glorious fun fact yesterday, Steph. Glorious fun fact. Do share. Yeah, yeah. Starting tonight for 27 straight days, there's going to be a football game on. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I really thought you were going to be like... Your disappointment was very harsh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought you were going to be like, starting tonight for 27 straight days, the Northern Lights are forta- forecasted to be fantastic. Starting tonight for 27 great days, there's going to be amazing wing specials at every restaurant in town. Instead. Well, maybe there will be because football's on. Okay. Yeah, so combined with like college football, CFL, and American football, no matter what, 27 straight days. Wednesday, boom, football. Tuesday, boom, (laughs) football. The regular Saturday, Sunday, always football. But just all these oddball games stretched out across the days. Mmm, what a time. (laughs) Okay, would you say that football is your favorite sport? Yeah, I would go that far. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I hope you have a great 27 days of only watching football. And maybe I'll see you outside of work after that. Not a chance. (laughs) Want more of today's show? Download the Mixed Mornings and More podcast. Now available every weekday.